Hello and welcome. I'm Garfield D'Souza and you're listening to About What You Say. About What You Say is a podcast about words, their origins, what they mean to us, how we use them, and how we almost always end up giving them a makeover. All this, or almost all of it, every week on About What You Say. Right, and speaking of podcasts, what better way to begin than to investigate the origins of the word podcast itself? For that, I need to take you back in time to the year 2004. To the February of 2004, to be exact. A lot was happening that month. Scientists from IT giant Intel disclosed that they had crafted chips that could switch light the way they would electricity. The US military had just given up on its experiment on internet voting and Mark Zuckerberg had launched Facebook, the mother of all social media sites. But what caught the fancy of Ben Hammersley was a sea change in the way in which people had begun to listen to radio online. So he decided to write an article about it for The Guardian. His article touched upon the fact that online radio programs could be downloaded onto iPods and MP3 players and that you could listen to them anywhere, anytime, a feature that was bringing about an audio revolution of sorts. It also made a mention of how such online downloadable radio had broken free from the shackles of time slots of traditional radio and the fact that this format of radio could take up topics that were laced in scandal the way no radio show could do before. Well, the article was very well written, and Hammersley, the technologist and the futurist that he is, made quite a plausible case for this revolution back then. If you're curious enough to want to read about it, Google Audible Revolution and Ben Hammersley, and the first search result that Google serves up will take you to it. Now, as the Guardian subdesk went through it, they found that it fell short of a few words. And so, the desk sent it back to him to pad it, that is, to add those few words to the article. All this just 10 minutes before it could be sent to print. Now, while Hammerslayer was starting to pad it, he realized he hadn't given a name for the online audio revolution that his article trumpeted about. What do I call it? He said to himself. Guerrilla media? Audio blogging? Podcasting? Well, perhaps he could not decide on one and so included a line stating all three options in the article. The rest, as they say, is history. Speaking to BBC Radio, Hammersley disclosed that several months down the line, after the article was written, the Oxford English Dictionary, the OED for short, emailed him to ask where did he get that word from. Well, he told them quite frankly that he made it up. And they said, oh great, it's word of the year. And that's how podcasting got itself a seat in the vocabulary of the 21st century. Now, all of that brings us to the question, why the word podcasting? Why did the other two options, guerrilla media and audio blogging that Hammersley provided, not catch on? What was it about podcasting that wasn't in guerrilla media and audio blogging? Well, we asked this question around and here's what people had to say. According to Kian, founder of the firm Bayside Sports, a sports management company in Mumbai. In English, the word pod literally means a vessel for a seed. So when you think about that, 
the word gives you a sense of comfort where you as a podcaster can imagine yourself broadcasting or rather podcasting to the world without the feeling of being attacked in your own comfort zone basically for supriya who is a marketing professional and content writer the visual imagery that the word podcasting conjured up did the trick it's very simple you can immediately uh, you know put your mind to it and create an image out of it and that's really what a uh, communication and language is right the moment you think of a word you need to see it in your head for you to understand it while the fact that the word was rather casual and very much in the now was what writer publisher radhika rooted for i think the reason the word podcasting caught on is mainly due to the informality of the word podcasting uh, has a much softer tone and it rolls off the tongue very easily it also sounds contemporary like it's a part of pop culture and therefore carries the idea that it can cover a variety of topics and can be done by anyone radhika's opinion about the ease with which podcasting could be pronounced was echoed unanimously by all gyan supriya and two others shrishti and koni as well shrishti who holds a bachelor's degree in mass media is autistic and loves all things etymological was also of the opinion that the ipod and the move towards digital media at that time played a role in the world's acceptance early 2000s was the age of the ipod and content was newly becoming king we switched from traditional media to a more digitized customized platform and experience podcast seemed like the easiest word to explain that shift first of all it sounds like broadcast so it made it easier for traditional native folks to adapt it so traditional native would mean like older folks who were more used to or native to traditional media and also secondly because it had the word pod in it it was relatable to tech geeks and early adopters of new technology while goni a web designer and multimedia artist from switzerland pinned the reason for the word's success solely on apple its music player and its online digital media store In 2004, Apple's iPod was by far the most popular portable music player in the world. And although the first audio blogs were not produced exclusively for the iPod only, the connection between the two is unmistakably there. A broadcast produced to listen to on an iPod. And as soon as Apple integrated podcasts into iTunes and made them more popular and available, the word podcast became almost a brand name. In fact, Kony went so far as to say that It's funny to think that if Apple had called its music player anything else like I bleep we would be listening to bleep casts right now. As for Gorilla Media, the reasons people cited as to why it didn't make it were as arresting as they were eclectic. Essentially it is far simpler to say pod than gorilla which sounds rebellious and appeals only to a narrow section of the online community either people with views that are too far left or too far right but leaves out a large proportion of people with balanced views people don't know the meaning of guerrilla you know it is something that only a few people in a niche audience would know what guerrilla media is so if you're talking to the common person there's no way people would understand what it is guerrilla media sounds like a report from a war zone Guerrilla media sounds far too aggressive and serious and almost illegal, underhand or dangerous. Um I'd have personally preferred uh, guerrilla media, but I can see why it it would be rejected because it's too punk and rebellious and unstructured and capitalism can't control chaos. So I can see why that term would be 
secretly phased out. Well, and what about audio blogging? Audio blogging, on the other hand, just sounds cold, um, niche or technical and possibly almost elitist. Like you must have a certain kind of knowledge to be able to audio blog. You can't create an image out of it. So it's so difficult to understand. It's very complicated and convoluted. Audio blogging sounds very professional, sounds official and a little intimidating, like it belongs in an office environment. Audio blogging, although accurately describing the content, is maybe just a little bit too bland. Uh, it's a bulky word and blog itself is short for web log. Audio web logging is just too heavy and not simple enough to stir any kind of reaction in our monkey brain. Also, I feel uh, like the uh, log suffix was just overdone at the time, like early 2000s, and didn't catch on because times were changing. Well, there you have it. All about podcast and podcasting podcasted to you. And that's all we have time for this week. A big, big thank you to Kyan, Supriya, Shushti, Radhika and Kony for their delightful analytical insights and a big, big shout out to Taima. And of course, we would love to hear from you, dear listener. Did you like or not like something you just heard? Is there a word or expression that you'd like us to cover? Tell us. Send us your thoughts, opinions and feedback to aboutwhatyousay at icloud.com. That's about what you say, all one word, no dots in between, at icloud.com. Also, you can follow us and interact with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at about what you say. Again, all one word, about what you say, all one word, no dots or spaces in between. If you liked this episode, dear listener, please do subscribe and share it with people who, just like you, might be keen on knowing more about how language has begun to change because of the way we use it. And don't forget to join us again sometime next week for another edition of About What You Say. Until then, here's me, Garfield, saying goodbye, God bless, and stay safe.